0: Does this game have Naughty Bobs in it?
1: Welcome to the Rock Paper Shotgun Electronic Wireless Show. It is episode 44, the 10th of May. I'm Brendan Caldwell and I'm joined this week by John Walker. Hello. And Alec Meer. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Uh, We've got a fun theme today that I can't contribute to at all because I've got the dads with me. It's the dad cast
2: dad squad represent
1: Um, we've had a couple of emails not one suggestion for this theme but two different people suggesting this theme so I thought we probably should do it the people demand it both John West and Andy Jones have both asked uh, us to talk about the games we play with our kids By ours, I mean the games John and Alec play with their kids mm-hmm. or around their kids. I don't know. I'll just read out, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll just read out John West's email here. On the most recent What Are We Playing This Weekend? John mentioned playing Trackmania with his boy. Boy is an all caps. <laughs> Uh With his boy. Boy. I am currently going through a similar phase with my three year old. Old enough that he is interested in what I'm doing, but for the most part lacking the understanding and dexterity to play himself. I'd be interested in hearing other games that you've played with your children, or suggestions what else might fit the bill. Um, he also adds that his son's favourites so far have been Subnautica, and Slime Rancher, and Toki Tori 2. But Grow Home, and Garagawa, Garagoa, have been um, have not been hits And then Andy Jones asks basically the same thing. I would like to request that you assemble your crack team of gaming dads to talk about what games they will and won't play in front of their kids, uh, what they play with their kids participating, and what games the kids play themselves on their own. Uh, He says that he was having some minor surgery while uh, Hurricane Harvey hit, and he ended up having to uh, entertain three kids whose schools were closed while he recovered. Uh so they all watched uh him playing Rhyme based on your review, John. Oh nice. Uh yes. So that's the theme. That's a good theme, I think. That is what my life is basically. So I can talk about it. What games do you play with your daughter, Alec?
2: My daughter Connie, who is was five years old yesterday, uh I've been playing a lot of uh hatred with her, the uh <laughs> the extreme right wing. <laughs> <laughs> no her um, the, the her shtick these days is that she if I'm playing it she wants to sit on my lap and watch me play it no matter what it was because she just loves to talk constantly so the idea of me being like a very tired and old YouTuber just narrating what I'm doing to her is uh, for some reason her idea of heaven at present I'm sure this time next year it will be her idea of absolute hell so if it's on my screen she wants to watch it. I've had this with Battletech recently, which I've been playing an extensive amount of, despite uh, initial unhappinesses with it. And it's, you know, the last game you would imagine any five-year-old would want to watch. It's basically brown all the time. It stars, you know, 50 robots who look functionally identical. Um, there's, There's very little human presence in it. And, you know, most of it is about scratching my chin and looking worried. But if I describe to her that, you know, I'm going down to the left so that I can take this thing's arm off, or I'm worried that this guy's gonna get hurt, or look, I can jump over this mountain. She just wants to watch and watch, and I you know, I figure it will be minutes before she's gone, but no, she she's really invested in me winning the match. I'm like, Connie, this is gonna take two hours to win this mission. We can't <laughs> do this. My legs have gone completely numb because we've been sat on them all this time. <laughs> um But I've got to uh the thing I do have to do in it is pretend that there are no human pirate pilots you can see the images of at the bottom i just say oh they're just people talking to them on the radio so if someone dies no one has died it's just a robot it's just like a a big big metal toy no one is upset when an arm or a leg gets taken off
1: Um, so you finally admit that max are robots
3: (laughs) yeah
2: they're robot trousers we agreed i'm fine personally with the calling anything. If it if it's big and metal and stomps, it's a robot. But I know that there is a, a significant online movement that uh, feels if it does not have its own intelligence, it's a mech. But
1: Connie <sighs> believes, though, that they are robots. She does, yeah. And therefore lack feeling.
2: Yeah, yeah. She also believes that they're tiny robots, even though I try and tell her, look, you know, the the ones in the field are far away. She's like, no, they're, they're tiny. <laughs> but they're not, in fact, the size of buildings. But fine. It just makes it weirdly cuter to her this world's least cute game but uh, yeah she's she's really down for that
1: Is there anything that you play though that you play so that she can like child friendly kind of thing that she can get involved in in some way
2: Her favourite thing to watch and she can do she still can't really do like dual handed control so moving on one jumping on the other but she loves to watch uh, Rayman oranges or Rayman Legos whichever one was the most recent um but uh it's partly the cartoony thing but mostly because there's this side like, there's all these unlockable characters and she wants to me to unlock all the female characters with massive axes and hammers and stuff because yeah every game she sees unfortunately it's just a sea of men which means nothing to her so if i can unlock you know someone with green hair and a, a and a winged helmet and a massive axe she's like brilliant and that's that's the reason to play it. that's the reason to watch it she gets extremely excited whenever i unlock a new character in that um but i've now got far enough in the game that it's incredibly hard and i'm sort of losing face in front of my (laughs) five-year-old as i'm trying to do these ridiculous jumps and boss fights and stuff and she's just like daddy why don't you just do it why don't you just do it (laughs) it's because i'm old and weak and everyone knows game journalists are terrible at video games please get off my back or go and write a screed on reddit about it <laughs> um, so I might just have to quietly reset the entire game and start over, so I can unlock the earlier, easier characters all over again. You could just pick up another Rayman game as well. Could do. I think the the older ones don't have as many. It's just Rayman, isn't it? There there aren't all these other cool people in it. So that's going to bore her. She wants to know where the the women characters are in things as well, and you know, it's it's great. Like some early feminism we've tried to, to seed in her so you know even watching Paw Patrol or something she's like why is there only one girl character in this Let's try and explain a potted summary of the uh, the great follies of civilization over the past centuries and she's starting to get it and now you know re- rejects a game that doesn't have anything that speaks to her in it and I
1: hope there will be more that do John hello you've got a boy so those problems don't exist
0: that's right all games are for him (laughs) it's Uh, actually interesting how much of the stuff i play has female lead characters and he's quite he's and so he he has no sense of that i think um uh and is absolutely cannot be swayed on believing that link is a girl (laughs) so that's helpful too um yeah, so he's so yeah, he seems to have no um bias yet. I'm sure it's coming, obviously. Um anyway, what was your question, sorry? Uh what games do you play in front of
1: in front of your son or with him?
0: So I think Alec probably has a similar situation and that the peculiarity of our lives is that we play games when we're at work, not and not so much when we're not. So um and we work from home. So, um yeah, the, the the rule in our house is if my door's closed, he's not allowed to come in. But I don't really like doing that. Although sometimes I have to because I get the cutest thing. He's, so he's three, just over three and a half. And he will appear in my doorway and, and see that I'm playing something and say, Daddy, is this a game for little boys? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's absolutely heartbreaking when I have to say, no, Toby, I'm really sorry. It's not for little boys. You can't see this one. Um... And then, uh, but absolutely brilliant when I can say, yes, it is. And so he's got a a, ch- a chair in here, um, not a high chair, but a, a stool so with a back um, that he clambers up into because uh, sitting on my lap became untenable for <laughs> <And that's laughs> the reasons Alec gives is that, first of all, he won't stop climbing on me. And second of all, it just becomes incredibly difficult becoming numb and trying to fight around him, especially with a mouse and keyboard. So anyway, he's got his own little chair. And um, for me, it's just the greatest thing in the world. I love it so much. I think. Part of it goes back to a um, thing with my dad. My dad played uh, computer games from like 1981. Uh, and I certainly did a lot of my learning to read and write on text adventures. Sat on his lap or on the chair next to him. And I had this thing where I wrote about this when he died a couple of years ago. I wrote about it on the site saying uh, the title of the post, I think, was called Can I Bring a Chair In? Because this was this phrase I used to say to my dad. Can I bring a chair in? <laughs> and i drag... Uh, a chair, a, a dining room chair Into his tiny study Banging the paint off the walls each time <laughs> And he would do this sort of reluctant Yes I suppose so <laughs> <laughs> And then of course I'd want to take over I've got Toby at this sweet spot right now Where he doesn't want to take over Although I think I'm right on the edge of it Because as, a, as that person noticed We're playing Trackmania um, He's now realised, oh I can actually grab the with are playing on the PS4 downstairs Because it was free this month And um And he's realised that he can just about operate the trigger and the steering at the same time. Um, Not to any, you know, he can't actually play Trackmania, obviously, but uh, he can go off-road. And Trackmania has this peculiar feature: (laughs) you can drive for infinity, literally for infinity, if you go off the track. And so he's delighted about that. Um, Yeah, but so I think the game we've played the most would be uh, uh, Zelda, um, Breath of the Wild, and Mario. So a couple of, you know, downstairs on the TV. Because of the weird, fleeting nature of what I play for work, because I am playing something for three days and then it's gone away again forever. Um, it struggles to get into anything on the PC. It's
1: also a bit a bit harder to play, I imagine, to play something on a PC with a kid, whereas like if you are playing in the living room on a big sofa, yeah, it's much more I don't know amenable to kid oh it's rolling, the best. Ar- see- rolling around.
0: We snuggle up on the sofa, and a switch is is the best for this because you just don't have to have your hands together. So you can have a controller in each hand. So he doesn't. There's no issues of him clambering all over me while I'm playing. Um, I wish every game controller would just become split like the switch because it makes playing so much easier. Anyway, he um. Yeah, and then of course right now the game I'm playing downstairs in the lounge is God of War and that's created this awkward situation where I have to <laughs> immediately pause it whenever he comes into the room or never play it when he's in the house, which is my generally my rule. Although the other morning he did, I was up with him, um, I think it was Saturday morning, we are up at 6.30 as usual and we turned on the PS4 after he'd had his breakfast and it was already playing. And it was just in a bit where there were no fights, it was a completely safe explorey bit where I was clambering around some mountains. And he so, said, please, Daddy, please, can I see it? So I thought we can just just watch this bit And I said, as soon as there's any fighting, we're turning this off And as a result of that bit He saw, I now have to talk to him Like Kratos all the time He <laughs> <laughs> says, Daddy, can you Daddy, can you talk to me like the daddy in that daddy game You're playing? <laughs> That's how he requests it And I said, why do you want that boy? <laughs> uh,
2: at least you got the cool one Connie's Connie's phase of that was a TV show called Ben and Holly and there's a um there's which is about magical elves and stuff but there's a gnome in it who speaks in a bristolian accent Mr. Gnome and as soon as I did an impression of that that was that I had to talk that way for a week <laughs> <sighs> God, I had to
0: be I Mr. and Mrs Twit for many weeks after reading that book to him <laughs> I'm glad that he
1: uh, correctly identified the genre of God of War as the daddy game. <laughs> <laughs> the daddy
3: game
0: about that daddy you're playing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, so Laura then saw, my wife Laura, saw me playing a bit of God of War uh, one evening after he was in bed. And she said, did you, you, you showed this to him? I said, yes, yes, but I was really careful. There's, she said, he's got a decapitated head hanging from his belt. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that's <laughs>
0: fine.
1: Oops. Um, so I'm guessing neither of you are in the fears yet of actually like handing the controller over or taking turns playing something in a in a sensible way, if that makes sense. Not that like Alec, Alec
0: might be close, but I'm certainly not there yet.
2: No, I mean I haven't uh six months ago was the last time we tried it and um she you know, she can jump up in place, she can move back and forth, she can't do both at the same time but i hope it's coming i've heard that five is about the year that it starts to kick in so hopefully in a few months but she's she's doing alarmingly well on on tablet games like she can just rip her way through a touchscreen interface um the one she wants to play the most is a disney palace pets thing which is a free game with microtransactions to get extra animals with giant eyes and impossibly grating squeaky voices and you know she's she's fortunately passwords keep her out but she knows how to press the button that brings up the list of items that she will then tell me which one she wants. And, Daddy, when it's my birthday, can I have this? And, no, no. I can't You're going down a dark path. God. Yeah, and you can just see how, I mean, this is a different topic, but how cynical these things are, you know, just these shells made to enable pester power in, in, in this way. You know, she's not satisfied with anything in the game itself. She just wants all the stuff that's kept out of it. And there must be a million things like this, one for every possible Young child obsession that
0: there is, they're just there to farm, farm money out of parents, and it's it's sickening. And it is. I see. My nephew's eleven, and I remember when he was eight or nine, he's going through this phase of just falling in love with these uh, Lightning McQueen games or or whatever it might have been on his tablet, and they're just games that are not uh, not aimed at anyone who has money. That constantly require the spending of money, and and so my sister, you know, couldn't can't, you know, she can't afford to just keep throwing money at these games, and says so obviously has a rule saying no. So he instead of you know saying oh can I buy this, he just sort of sits there feeling really disappointed with the experience. Yeah, yeah. It's awful. Anyway, that is a whole other topic. Toby's really good on touchpad on a touch screen as well. We were playing picture pairs together on something, some Blaze, which any grown ups will know. Um, is a red <laughs> car um, uh, playing picture Blaze picture pairs on his on on a tablet this morning.
1: Um, it is a different topic, but of uh, but like you guys must be more savvy with stuff like this than the average person because you get to see into the dark underbelly of video games every day. Yeah, it's like it's like the, thing. It's like the it's... thing in Silicon Valley where every Silicon Valley. CEO doesn't let their child on the internet for longer than an hour a day or something. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, I'm I'm very conscious of it and maybe another parent who just presumes a game is a game and it's it's free, great, I'm just gonna give the tablet to my kid. And they're just gonna get advertised out, and they're gonna be, you know, told that the thing that they really want is out of reach and the only way to get it is is money. Whereas as soon as Connie sees something on the app store or whatever and says, I want that, I, you know, I sit with her half an hour scrutinizing it, trying to work out not suitability in terms of content, but you know how aggressively it's, it's working the Skinner box. Cause she's absolutely prey to that. She's, there's no self-reflection at that age. Um, or at our age. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But it's interesting is that um, I'm seeing this in physical toys as well, or as it used to be, like you would say, I want, Optimus Prime for Christmas and and that's that and I continue doing that to this day. Um <laughs> uh now it's all the toys for Connie's kind of age group are like surprise toys. It's something wrapped up, a hatchimal or a Lolpop all these ridiculous names. But a it's <laughs> it's like a it's like a blind bag toy and they've they you know like you go to a supermarket or a or oh, something like and a at end, there's those machines you put a quid into and you get like a random toy in a plastic bubble. uh... People have worked out how to put a massive premium on these so now there's a £10 equivalents with, you know, there's nine different layers or there's a fluffy animal toy that speaks inside it Um, and that's all Connie wants at the moment she's less interested in like a specific toy, she wants to know what the, what's going to be in in this random thing with a... Real loot boxes Exactly, it's loot boxes Um, and she's hooked on the the dopamine of uh, of that you know is it going to be the one that is advertised most prominently on on the front with a massive pink glittery eyes and a unicorn horn or whatever no it's going to be just a sad brown thing that looks like it fell (laughs) off the back of a lorry but she wants another one because she might get the gold one next time (laughs) it's just a sad brown there's a lot of just (laughs) in specific lumps of rubber with what might have some eyes on the front that you end up getting out of these things but she She lives in eternal hope. You know, we have to fight to kill her back from it, uh, fight to pull her back from it. I've explained to her concepts of advertising and how, you know, these things are a trick to make you spend money, like claw machines at the fun fair she's seen as well, you know, where you're trying to pick up an impossibly heavy toy with a claw that can pick up a paperclip. Um, So I'm trying to make her aware of what's going on, but her hunger for it is, you know, so strong when you're that young. And it, yeah, it's not just in games. It's happening everywhere. The
1: loot boxes have won. Does Toby want any loot boxes for Christmas, John?
0: He doesn't, thankfully. Again, he's, you know, that two years younger makes a big difference, I think. Um, although the best trick for this I've discovered is when Tesco has those little Thomas the Tank Engine sachets uh, for really cheap. You can get like three for four pounds or something. And then you're going to get three toy trains from off of Thomas that he'll be really pleased with. And he won't care what he doesn't care which one they are and <laughs> stuff like that. which is really good. Um, in fact, he went. We went to a day out for a steam train ride somewhere with his grandparents a couple a month or so ago, and they was they offered to buy him one of the larger Thomas toys with the magnets on the front. Um, and he just every time he doesn't go and pick one he knows he goes and picks one really obscure one that he's never <laughs> heard of before. Like he almost feels sorry for the little guy. Thomas the
2: Tank him. Engine deep cuts. Exactly,
0: yeah. <laughs> like some really obscure character from the sheds or something. Anyway, he's uh, we're we're not we haven't hit that zone yet, thank goodness.
1: What um, what games are? Do you guys have any ideas for games that are like lined up? You know, as in like when you're ready, I'll break out whatever you know X game.
2: I bought uh, this is a bit off topic, but I bought a Nintendo Labo, and I've resisted opening it, um because I know I'll just have to spend two hours putting tiny cardboard tabs into each other. But if I can give it another six months, maybe a bit less, I reckon she'll be able to do a bit more and it won't just be her nagging me to do things quicker and then immediately destroying the fishing rod or whatever when she comes to use it. <laughs> I can tell it's close. Um, then, yeah, I want to get something, something co-op-y that we can play together. Um, I'm not quite sure what that's going to be. Like I suppose it's like the Lego Star Wars games, things mm. like that, or... But again, it's like the Boise characters absolutely dominate it. So I want to find one where she's going to have a massive range of choice of characters she can, you know, connect to. One of the Lego games must be good for that.
0: Well, I think pretty much if you were, if you were to go through any of the Lego games and play the, um, the story mode in advance, and on, then you can start to, and get a bunch of, uh, of coins. You can then unlock... 700 female characters I have in that game. And I, th- I, of, I, I don't think have time for
1: that. <laughs> I think a lot of the LEGO games include cheats still. Um, yeah. Who was it? Somebody told me that recently. Um, and if you, you can probably find character unlock cheats for LEGO games. I think they include them because they know children like to put cheats in. Yeah. Uh... So that's something that you can probably do if you don't have time to if you don't have time to work it through on legendary mode.
0: I subscribed to um the the PlayStation uh, the trial of the PlayStation streaming thing, which is so outrageously expensive. Um, and I had a look at uh, it was Lego Star Wars Three, I think. Oh gosh, they've really dated because I thought Toby would really enjoy watching that, but they are. Those older ones have dated way more than I'd realised. They're very tiresomely cutscene heavy. And uh, a complaint that I had about the series is when they started adding voice acting, because the whole joy was the mm, mm, sort of. And then you realise, no, that was a really bad idea. It doesn't communicate anything to a three-year-old. He really <laughs> yeah. needs them to be talking. Um, but yeah, they're, um, yeah, he did not have patience for that at all. And I think we're, you know, we're many years away from his being able to play co-op uh sadly my nephew is really helpful because he's uh he's 11 now and he is so so into gaming um so he plays a lot of stuff and that's a whole other range of dad uh mum and dad difficulty because for my you can't uh, get him off it well yeah there's that but there's also for my sister and brother-in-law there's the issue of the age gating his he's 11 and they're very strict about about what he can play Um, And the only lenience they have is if they come to me and say, hey, this is a 15 or a 16, a Peggy 16. Is is there a good reason for that? And I'll say, if I know, I'll say yes or no. Um, But his friend's parents don't have those rules. And so he goes around to his friend's house and plays Destiny for hours and hours. And then, you know, so he's seeing astounding amounts of violence at 11.
1: Destiny's probably one of the less uh offensive ones in that regard though but it
0: is still a game about shooting people with guns and you uh, you know you're 11 that's a weird topic
3: hmm
1: that's true do you want to do a game i've got a i've got a a related game for this yes please uh it's called peggy steady go
3: (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: the new internet sensation
1: Basically, um, I'm just going to ask you to guess the age rating for some games. and It's going to be based on PEGI only, which is the pan-European game information. Remind me of the
0: number schemes, because they're all over the place.
1: Um, In PEGI, uh, which is the European game rating system for anyone listening in the US, uh, it's uh, 3, 7, 12, 16, and 18. Uh, It's different from the British Board of Film classification, which is what... which are those big 18 and 15 symbols um and sometimes games get rated by both systems but they don't always get rated the same thing um so for example mass effect 2 was 18 and Peggy, I believe but 15 according to the British Board Film uh, film classification I was going to say so, the BBFC
0: tend to be much more lenient these days than than the other way around
1: yeah if you're in the US then 18 is like M for mature I don't know what fifteen would be. There is. I just don't think they have fifteen in the states. Uh,
0: um, it, the, the rules seems to be the the rules inherited from the cinema and in the, in the, American cinema rules are so peculiar that either it's adults only or you can get into anything as long as you've got someone over that age with you, which I South Park the movies uh, took apart. Um, I remember that they just got well, tramped to take them in to see the Terrence and Phillip film.
1: We are just going to deal with Peggy. Yes. So these are just these are just Peggy ratings. So I just want you to guess what it is in Peggy. Don't worry mm-hmm. about anything else. All right. So let's let's go through a few. Dark Souls. I'd assume that's eighteen.
2: Fifteen.
1: It's Peggy, so you have it has to be 16. three, seven, sixteen, or eighteen, or sorry, twelve, or sixteen, or eighteen.
2: Sixteen, I think. There's not much blood in it, is there? Because a lot of things are sort of undead and dusty.
1: It is 16. Wow. There we Um, go. Battle Tech.
2: (laughs) Battle Tech.
3: You're
1: not allowed
2: to cheat. Did you say 13, 16, and 12? I reckon it's 12. I'd say 12
1: too on that. Totally bloodless. It's 12. It's 12. It says in brackets, bad language. (laughs) That's what's got it. It's 12. Um, Pillars of Eternity 2, which you've been playing, John.
0: Well, it's got lots of very rude language and and a lot of gore, which can be switched off. So I would go sixteen. Any guesses, Alec?
2: Uh, I'm gonna say 18. I reckon there's some bawdy talk in it at some point. It's 16. I Alec had the page. Guess. I've got the Steam page open violence. in front
0: of me. and I just scrolled down to see that I was right. That's uh, very yeah. satisfying. Stop. Close that. I steam. wasn't. It was, was just there. Cheating. It just happened to be there. I didn't cheat. Um, Euro
1: Truck Simulator. T- <laughs> Euro Truck Simulator Two. Uh,
2: what was the one before sixteen? Sorry.
1: Twelve. Twelve.
0: Twelve. So uh, it goes three, seven, twelve, sixteen,
2: eighteen. I'm going three. Yeah, three. I reckon. There's,
0: it is three. You Your can't...
1: three-year-old can drive a truck if they want. <laughs> my
2: three-year-old has watched me drive. In fact, my two-year-old watched me drive a truck, but um, all she cared about was. Making sure I could follow the roads where there were daffodils alongside the <laughs> alongside the side of it. If I went anywhere there was a town, she immediately lost interest. But if I can find daffodils,
1: brilliant. Uh Stardew Valley. Seven. So, yeah, I'm going seven too. It is seven, you're both right. <laughs> I'm
0: good at this.
2: We need to be hired by Peggy, we know our stuff.
0: Uh Street Fighter five. Eighteen, surely, please.
2: 16. It's totally bloodless. There's a lot of punching. but Yeah,
0: I know. Oh, dear. <laughs>
2: I suppose you get a few ruined faces afterwards, don't you?
1: It's 12, guys.
0: What?
2: 12.
1: Oh.
0: It's got violence and bad language, it says here, but it's still 12. This explains why young people are all so awful these days, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. But like, I mean, like, if you think about... That's not what I think.
1: <laughs> Street Fighter Five is not Mortal Kombat. There's no real blood in it at all. There's just, like, kind of pow visual effects nobody gets bloodied up also it's basically power rangers nobody dies There is almost
0: nothing on earth worse than a 12 year old boy and the idea that they are allowed access to street fighter seems awful to me
2: it's basically advocating advocating physical violence as a way of uh, um, solving all one's problems
0: rocket league it
2: should be banned Street Fighter, not Rocket League. Yeah, let's plan Rocket League too.
0: I'm fairly certain that Rocket League is a 13. I think I bought it for my nephew who is 11. Remember,
1: it would be 12 would be the closest. Sorry, 12.
0: Yeah, I bought it for my nephew uh, for his 11th birthday.
2: I think it's got to be a three. Like, you know, no one gets... Even the cars don't get dented, do they? I think being online changes everything. Oh, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, you could... uh, It's my guess. Yeah.
1: It's three is it being online does change some things as far as I can tell because online is said in some of these brackets between after the Peggy rating so they do but I I don't it 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 doesn't seem to have made much of a difference in rocket leagues case, because wow. it is still three um Batman Arkham Knight
2: 16 do people get yeah Batman doesn't kill does he he just thumps them and you know we try and presume that all those punches to the liver have no fatal consequences
0: I think 18 because I want it to be I'm so purient about this I want it to be 18 It is 18 Uh it is
1: eighteen. Phews it's, it's got violence Um Batman the Telltale series
0: <laughs> 7
2: 16 16 I reckon there's still a lot of punching and people being
1: thrown off buildings that kind of stuff isn't there it's also 18. Whoa! Yeah, um, Lego Batman Three Beyond Gotham.
0: Did they make a third Lego Batman? Wow, I didn't even know that. They're all really bad, the Lego Batman games.
2: So seven. No, three. I reckon.
0: I I'm assuming that Traveller's Tales will only will only make will will design the game to get the three they need. It's seven. Whoa! Because it Christ. includes fear. <laughs> Fear of um, how mediocre those that series is We'll just do one more Cuphead
1: uh,
2: It's an 18 due to uh, gruesome scenes of game journalists not being very good at it
0: I would say it's uh, 15 <laughs> due to latent racism uh, 16.
1: It's, it's 3, everyone above the age of 3 can be party to being bad at Cuphead <laughs> that's, that's generous Um, so that was Peggy, Steady Go. Uh, I hope you played along at home and got all of them all so wrong. Uh, but yeah, see, it's harder than you think to gauge what what kind of a, a game it is. It's almost as if all of this is completely subjective and nobody has an idea what's ethical and what isn't. I remember working
0: in an uh, electronics boutique selling video games, and you would get mums come up with their young kids and put... GTA, whatever it was, on the counter, and I would say just want to check you do know that this is an 18 certificate, because you could see the kit was for the kid you just want to check that, that you know this is an 18 certificate and, and 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 it's really not suitable for kids, and they would just scowl at me and go, blah 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 and buy it anyway, I'm furious that I would even <laughs> suggest that their 5 year old shouldn't be playing it how dare I? I I just like that that was what they said,
1: <laughs> word for word blah jah, blah, blah. It was. <laughs>
0: But they would yeah, they would be really cross with that. And I wasn't I wasn't like scathing or anything, I was just trying to be, you know, helpful, just make sure they'd noticed. <sighs> uh, you used to also get kids turning up in their school uniform to buy 18s, and you'd say, You're not 18, oh, yeah I am! <laughs> you'd be wearing a school uniform. <laughs> oh well, I'm I'm. Uh... <laughs> I've taken off my
2: tie. It's a master of disguise.
1: <laughs> what we used to do is we'd had different coloured ties. You see, junior years had a had a blue and silver large striped tie and the senior senior years had a kind of a dark blue solid tie so if we wanted to prove we were at scratch card by any age we'd have to change our ties yeah. and go in or if we wanted the cigarettes the same thing it was shirts for us it was uh, gray shirts if you're too young
2: white if you're old enough so you know some some of the bigger kids who've got the first flush of stubble would save up pocket money to get a white shirt they're keeping their locker so that they could go out to buy Cigarettes and copies of The Daily Star at lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> the children of the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all online these days, Alec. The reason yeah. I'm so purient about these things is not because I'm worried that violence if a sixteen year old is playing a violent game, they're going to be negatively affected, because there is no evidence to support that. Um, uh, but I want to defend the right for adults to be able to play adult games, and the more access that children have to adult games, the more tempered adult games have to become. And so I really wish to defend that, I don't want my three-year-old seeing violent games because I think it will make so, him feel
1: sad. So what you're saying is, you want the nudity and gratuitous violence
0: to sit to, to to remain yours. Absolutely, yes, I absolutely want. I, I've yet. I don't really know of many good games with nudity and gratuitous violence, but I do want <laughs> the right for them to be in adults' games. I don't want adult material to have to be censored because of the ignorance of parents or ineptness of sh- of of shops or whatever it might be so that means children have access to them
1: what do you think guys think is more what do you what do you think is more harmful when it comes to exposing kids to video games is it violence portrayed in them or violence that you enact in them or the kind of loot boxy stuff that we were talking about before i'm gonna be even more um
2: conservative here and so I think it's the wider concept that video games are kind of the best form of in- entertainment, like even at five, the I- not the iPad, it's an Android equivalent, but the Palace Pets games on that and the drawing games on that just trump almost everything else that could possibly interest Connie. Um, you know, I'm a grown-up, I can make my own terrible decisions, but a parent who would just go, yeah, fine, so they do that at the expense of socialising with friends, being outside, learning about stuff, from a very, very early age that that alarms me um and so I'm even with games that are connie appropriate, if I'm playing them in my spare time, I'll often just turn it off because I know she's just gonna sit down and become passive and inactive um and do nothing except talk during that and i you know and I, I want her to experience more of life and more things that are healthy or stimulating for her than than just the screen if she's if she's going to make that decision that there is only the
0: screen later on that. At least won't be my fault by that point. I think that I'm very confident that Toby has a, such a wide range of stuff that he does, and he has a mother that has zero interest in games. Um, although hilariously, she did he did try to make her place in Trackmania the other day, um, <laughs> which brought me great joy. I didn't witness it; I just got to hear the uh, the sad noises afterwards. <laughs> um, but uh, so, I, so the the screen time he has when. Of watching me play games is very minimal it tends to be maybe an hour or two a week at most split up, you know spread out across so 10-15 minutes here and there um and so I'm very cool with that at the moment um but uh when it comes to Vance he's he's figured out death and he's very worried about it and so uh whenever and, and one thing that's just become really bizarrely apparent to me is how few games there are that aren't at the end of it about death so even mario is about running around essentially killing all these creatures mm. and for the longest time i was able to say that i used to say that the characters were sending them home and that worked um but now he says he he understands that they are making you're making them dead yeah say. um and he calls all enemies in games naughty bobs <laughs> and so he'll say does this game have naughty bobs in it at the moment <laughs> we start playing and i have to say yeah, it does. And that's why it's such a joy when you come across a game like Rhyme, which has no naughty bobs in it. Um, any game like that, where. And, and also, Zelda. I've done the most astounding peaceful run on Zelda. I've played that game for. A, when he was. We played it a lot when he was two. And um, I just trying to avoid combat in that game makes for a really different experience of it. Because he just didn't like it. He would become. You could see he was becoming uncomfortable if I had to, you know, defend myself against a baddie, a naughty bob even if it disappears in a puff of smoke and I could argue that they were disappearing, not dying, he still just didn't like it. it, it, was mm. a, it he, he became noticeably bothered by it. And then if I asked him, if I ever ask him, is this worrying you? Is this making you scared? He'll then go, like, no, no, daddy. <laughs> not a daddy. I'm not scared <laughs> at all, daddy. Oh, crap, you're so scared. Um, yeah, and so it's, a re- it's really tough. Um, you can't put the
2: you can't put the killing things genie back in the bottle once he's realized he's realized but the good thing is that the same disassociation we have between killing in a game and actual suffering with real things that happens very quickly that's already happened with connie you know what she'll be scared about in a film if she sees a character scared or suffering that really distresses her but the idea of something just being banished from the screen she knows it's just a graphic she doesn't think of it as a real thing in any way at all so you've not got, you're not far off from that, at least. Yeah, that's true.
0: So yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't, loot boxes don't really affect my life yet. Um, so I imagine, but I've seen, yeah, I, I was going to say earlier, actually, um, in terms of you said that we must be better equipped for this with our jobs, but I realised that I've written against them and I've criticised them as a concept from their inception. But it was always theoretical. It just They just felt wrong. It wasn't until I saw the effect they had on my nephew that, I, that it became personal that I and it made a big difference to actually go through it it was being equipped with the information as a games journalist didn't really prepare me to see how cruel and unpleasant the the result the end result is yeah so I'm very prepared
2: for that with Toby again same with these toys I was talking about you know they all come with a leaflet showing the rare ones that you could possibly get but obviously haven't this time and you know this is we can rage against this stuff in editorials all we want but what we need to be doing as parents to use a terrible phrase <laughs> is um you know schooling our kids from the very off about how to resist how to understand what's happening themselves because it isn't going away it's already happened and it's everywhere
0: and i would say that if people listening who aren't parents you know someone with kids and those kids probably don't know an adult who knows what you know it's really good to go listen to them and hear what they have to say about this stuff and be the adult who understands for them. And yeah. if you're a kid, stop listening to our podcast.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we try to keep this PG. We try mm-hmm. to keep this three three plus.
0: The other side of this is is the m- the, the, the mystery. <laughs> the mystery I like of it at all. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to be a seven now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the mystery of YouTubers, that's the other aspect of it. Um, so again, my nephew is so interested in, you know, he talks about, how, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before, but um, you know how if I were to tell you a story about Harrison Ford or Robert De Niro, I wouldn't pause and say, oh, have you, do you know who Harrison Ford is? No, everyone knows who Harrison Ford is, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So he talks about YouTubers with that same sense of assurity that they are ubiquitous. So he says, so you know Dan TDM, right? So blah, blah. I'm like, what? <laughs> he, he's got this. There's no idea that someone might not know who these, uh, these YouTubers are. Um, and, of course, they have bringing. bring in... These are adults talking to our children about games in a way that we have no control over. That's really... That, I find that really quite disconcerting.
1: Maybe it's just because we're not the ones talking to them
0: anymore, John. I know. Well, that's true. But that's true. And I, I, I definitely said before how, you know, when you're a, ki- when you're a kid, you're like, I'm never going to be... I'm never going to lose touch like my parents. And I've realised that when I look at YouTubers and I think, "Yeah, but it's just some guy shouting nonsense over a game," I realise, "Oh my god, that's my dad saying that." You know that Vic Reeves is just a man saying random things. <laughs> it's like, no, but he was the most important thing to me when I was when I was thirteen. This is the most important thing in my whole world right now. And you are just saying it's just a I, that's it's happened. I am that's my reaction to YouTube is to not understand it, and I have to respect the fact that um, that my nephew's generation and and, and children understand it on a level that I don't and it's imp- as important to them as my formative experiences were um,
2: what's a, what's a fortnight is it a television show is it a, <laughs> is it a, is it a singer
1: <laughs> yeah it's um no it's a rap artist isn't it
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. Dave Fortnite. Drake Fortnite. <laughs> that's, that's what I think it is <laughs> Let's start talking about children for now. Actually, let's 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 see if the the readers have said anything about their children, and what games they play with their kids. Their kids um, aren't aren't my kids, so they don't matter at all, don't they? know that's that?
0: true. That's good point.
1: <laughs> oh, rough. <laughs> let's just have a look and see. Nobody on Facebook cares about kids at all.
0: I thought Facebook was all parents these days. Kids don't use Facebook; they're all Snapchatting. Nobody gives a damn. They Snapchat on their WhatsApps. So I'm sure of it.
1: Um, Spexy says all the Lego games were hammered by me and my son. We loved them to bits. Uh, more recently, it's been Fortnite, uh, and the reason is he gives me a much better chance of winning. <laughs> Uh, The boy builds like a whirlwind possessed and strikes like an assassin with a vengeance. (laughs) Uh, So there is some pride in uh, in your son's ability to play Fortnite better than any of us, probably.
2: There's someone, Joe Gallant, I hope that's his real surname, that's an amazing surname. Uh, He says he's playing Proteus with his son, and yeah, I did that with Connie when she was younger, I don't know if she'd stand it now, but just the... The wash of colours and the fact that you go over there and there's a song and a plant and a jumping frog. She loved that. And then we graduated from that onto, Abzu was a, I don't know if you played that with Toby, John. I've,
0: do you know, we just got it the other, uh, last week and he's, out. we just played it for the first time last week and he adores it.
2: Yeah, Connie does too. Although it gets a bit scary, a little bit, mild peril, as they say, towards the final furlong, but, um. Just the excitement of finding new fishes and the trees made of light. It's a wonderful one for It didn't it
0: kid. didn't help that he decided he decided to name the cameras Our Friends and then yes. when the shark ate one yeah. of our friends that didn't
3: go down so well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
1: Well didn't me like watching you play Subnautica whenever you were playing Subnautica? Yes, I
0: played a lot of Subnautica with him and that was again, that was again the very with the um the first time I encountered one of those terrifying megalithic things at the edge of the world. Oh my god. Uh, that you know, they are he jumped and I've never seen him jump before, but he did this full ah! and um and then he went into this extraordinary uh, performance to prove how not scared
3: he was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but yeah, Joe Gallant says, uh, I started with Proteus so my son could learn the idea of moving in a game where there was no fear of dying or enemies or violence. Uh, he's now six and moved on to Lego Marvel Superheroes where the violence is still abstract uh, and no worse than how he treats his Lego in real life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you are. I mean, like, yeah, I would I mean, say a little. killing yeah. the, what did what did Toei call them? Baddie bobs? Naughty Naughty, Bobs. naughty bobs. (laughs) Yeah, the Naughty Bobs and the Lego games are probably easily dismissed enough. The fact that
0: they break up into individual pieces of Lego is great because it is just Lego being broken. Exactly. But those Traveller's Tales people know what they're doing.
1: Uh, Jeff Grimwood says, Guacamole and Trine were the first. Fun, imaginative, colourful, funny, positive and self-aware, all good qualities I wanted modelled for my kids. Um, But both had complex control schemes. Um, with motivation to master them, which was great for his fine motor development and hand strength. <laughs> Jeff's got his kid's fine motor development in mind. Trine um, needs that on the store page. Gave my child
2: stronger hands. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good hand exercise, <laughs> Tryn. My child can now crush a brick. <laughs> um, thanks, Jeff. Uh, Optimaximal says, uh, currently the secret of Monkey Island, FTL, Train Simulator, Burnout Paradise, and every Lego game under the sun. So the Lego games are getting a lot of love. Does FTL seem like something that kid would be
0: interested in? I don't feel like they would care. Hmm. I'm that, that just made me think. I'm so excited about when Toby wants to sit and watch me replay all the Lucasarts adventures. Oh gosh, that will be good. Just let him play them. Well, yeah, yeah a bit, you know, he's got to learn to read and write for that to work. <laughs> it's not quite can't read and write now, come on. Know, he's such an idiot.
2: He's going to learn to read and write by watching you play Leisure Suit
0: Larry. <laughs> it's, just, it's kind of concerning that, how much I learned to read and write about games, text adventures, about just running around chopping up monsters. But then, <laughs> like, I still, to this day, read the word EXAM to mean to look at something, and I cannot, it's not a, like a cute thing I'm doing on purpose. I genuinely think if you exam something, it's to look at it. Because of the way Texas Adventures, you could abbreviate to the first four letters of a word for most of them.
2: You should do a column about retro text Adventures called
1: EXAM. That's a good idea. Oh, should we just have a column idea? <laughs> um, finally, uh, Jay Away From Life says that two daughters, six and eight, uh the youngest and I enjoy the free roaming Lego hero games, mostly Marvel, the eldest and I are heading up the new Donkey Kong. <laughs> we all play Mario Kart. I can't really get out and run around with them due to a disability, but gaming is a fun activity to do together.
3: That's awesome, awesome. So, yeah,
1: there we go um the new donkey Kong the new Donkey Kong, which is like fifty euros on the Don- on this on the switch. Despite being place?
0: four or five years old The scoundrels Yeah it's
1: so That's brutal like <laughs> Anyway
0: There's a whole other topic for You know for when we become a multi-platform site uh, As we <laughs> inevitably will People have always said that About RPS since we started Oh it's inevitably going to become multi-platform <laughs> the, the podcast
1: is, is slowly becoming
0: yeah, that's... Multi-platform
2: It's a safe space for uh, talking about other platforms
0: <laughs> in the safe space. but um, yeah the, those closed uh, stores are a, are a horrible thing we don't know how good we've got it with Steam at least having tiny rivals
1: cool alright we're going to wrap up the podcast now a little bit earlier than usual um, because I have things to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> where are your priorities what about the poor listener who's still got 10 minutes till they get home from the bus <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, listener. All right, look, I'm sorry, okay, but I have to go and work on a top 50 first-person shooters game so I can tell you what you should not play with your child 50 times. <laughs> so, you know... Oh,
0: we should think of some recommendations for people to play with their kids.
1: All right, let's I'm go. I'm going to throw
0: out Rime, which is R-I-M-E. Um, also, Fee, which is F-E. Fee, as I know how to pronounce it. Um, that's a fantastic game to play with kids. I super-duper recommend it.
1: I'd recommend um the Steamworld dig games. Yeah. Because they have they have a few naughty bobs but they're they're all robots mostly. Yeah. Um and it's basically just about digging and it avoids a lot of the kind of um psychologically manipulative grindy stuff. It's very well paced. So you do get unlocks very steadily and you never feel like you're kind of digging for, you know, Forever to get something. You're never like put left, you know you nothing's put out on a hook for you, really. It's just kind of given to you very generously. Um so I would recommend. But Steamworld, the other one, Steamworld Heist, probably not.
0: No. Um, both both SteamWorld digs are amazing for that.
1: Yeah. You got any Alec?
2: I'm going to say the Binding of Isaac. Is, <laughs> no. seriously, Connie loves watching me play that because oh, you no. know the, the poo monsters are very very funny to her and things like that. She doesn't doesn't yet extrapolate some of the more gory stuff to actual gore because it's all super I cartoony, wonder, and she's I super invested. Taggy in. reading is for Binding of Isaac. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's find out.
2: She doesn't know about how cruel Catholicism can be either, so <laughs> um, doesn't pick up on any of that. And yeah, you know, she just loves it. Like, what's the random thing you got? How has it made your character a different color or a different size or shoot laser beams and stuff? And It's probably massively inappropriate, but it <laughs> it but really entertains her.
0: The Steam page just age-gated me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, uh, sc- scrub it? this
2: bit from the podcast, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have it
0: listed on the Steam page.
1: Um. No. The Binding of Isaac Rebirth trailer does say rating pending. Um before it shows a giant bloody jellied head of a weird child puppet crying blood um it's so just the
2: very opposite of realistic, but you should probably quietly slide that one away now <laughs> this
0: video no, but it's is interesting. there is definitely uh 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 thing things you can get away with when they're younger that you can't yeah sixteen yeah he's uh, yeah. got a peggy of sixteen anyway. um yeah, the things are so abstract that their brains are too, you know, not ready to apply that. But then as, yeah, as they start to get smarter, they can say,
3: oh,
2: oh, I see. They don't have the same associations of what is is suffering or or anything like that. It's just a bunch of colours happening, but it is going to change.
0: Plus there's the fact that a couple of days ago we went down, I took Toby down to the kitchen for breakfast and there were the entrails of a mouse on our kitchen floor. Oh no um you know having a cat i would argue is perhaps slightly more problematic than playing video games with your children don't blame it on the cat john we know how (laughs) hungry you get at night (laughs) (laughs) this morning we had the treat of finding a live mouse that jumped into a jug so toby could have a really nice cute look at the cute mouse before we let it out in the garden so that was good
1: uh what else what else would we recommend I'd say something like Stardew Valley or Minecraft is always good, but I think every kid
0: probably already knows what a Minecraft is. I think they can also. A game like Stardew Valley is probably incredibly boring for a kid to watch rather than Mm. play. I think
2: we presume that. But if you're. I don't know. The experience I've had with Connie is if you're describing it, you know. know, At the moment, she just wants to learn stuff all the time. She's probably not even aware of it, just wants to soak up information. So. The more I'm explaining, even boring things, the more she's just learning about, you know, basic things about how the world works, how games work. Um, you know, there's a there's a quiet benefit to these things that may not always be visible.
0: Hidden Folks is great because you can actually play it with your kid no matter how young they are, because it's just about recognising shapes on the screen. Yeah, so that's a good one.
1: Uh, what else? Dark Souls. Um, yeah. <laughs> what was that pickup
2: artist game you're playing, John? Super Seducer. So oh God! So there you Just go. make sure toby doesn't become an incel school him now uh, uh, I, there I were so many things wrong with that sentence i'm so sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know what's interesting completely off topic to so fill us to the hour so brendan can't get his work done um, oh come on guys <laughs> is that what i'm experiencing so we've fought so hard to, to give toby the idea that that girls and boys are equal and that you know things like paw patrol are really difficult because of course he loves it but yeah it's like oh there's that and there's the girl one in pink. token
2: it's... appearance some sky at the back here yeah.
0: so rubbish thing and they added oh we added everest so it's okay anyway that stuff makes me really cross thomas is even worse um but there is good stuff out there there is stuff with balance um for torch and all this stuff it's what's happening now is the girls in his nursery are excluding him because he's a boy and it's that's really tough to deal with. Try to figure that one out as a dad. It's like, oh, but he, he just came home in absolute floods of tears from nursery because because uh, Annabelle wouldn't play with him because he was a boy and therefore naughty and wasn't allowed into his into her tea party. Yeah. So there you go. So it's all women's fault. That's all I've learned. Misandry. Misandry <laughs> yeah. from a young age.
2: She's right though. Men, men are the problem. She's got the right idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good work, Annabelle. <laughs>
0: gosh i hope annabelle doesn't hear this
2: she can't i said bottoms earlier so we've got a mature age
1: rating um what else is good for children
0: good hard smack cocaine (laughs) (laughs) how about some fresh air how about some fresh airy brendan
1: fruit and veg
0: yeah what about some wholesome bible study (laughs)
1: Oh, all right that's it we're wrapping this up that's yeah. all you get that's all you get your bus thank has you... just
0: arrived so it's okay
1: yeah thank you very much for listening um if you have any suggestions for themes uh that you'd like us to cover in a similar way uh that aren't dad limited um because i've had nothing to say this whole podcast
2: <laughs> what's your cat's favorite game quickly
1: my cat hits every video game and hates me playing anything that isn't the bird game which is to have a feather run around the room (laughs) uh if you have any suggestions for themes please email podcast at rockpeepershotgun.com you can find us on twitter and facebook at rockpeepershot we oh something i should say is that uh as of last week this podcast has been going on one year Um, The reanimated version of the electronic wireless show has been going on one year. So we all should feel proud of that.
2: Well done, Brendy. You've done very well.
0: Well done, News. Better than we ever managed.
1: So that's good. We've only missed, what is it? This is the 44th episode. So that's only eight episodes of the year missed.
0: Really? That's amazing.
1: That's good. That feels good. So thank you all for listening to that. You can find Alec and John both on Twitter as well. What are your Twitters? Uh,
2: Bonsrat.
1: I'm Botherer. Cool. I'm brendy underscore C. Uh, And we'll all say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bottoms.